On today's episode, find out why the GTA's biggest builder is so big on the downtown east side. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. All right, it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show returning guest, Jason Lamb. Jason Lamb is a sales manager for Millbourne Real Estate, and he's representing Pemberton uh, with the sales of social condos, as well as many other projects for Pemberton and other developers. Jason, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Andrew. It's, uh, it's great to be back. And great to chat with you and catch up with you again. Uh, we worked together, of course, many times on many different projects over the years. So always great to catch up with you and, and see what you're thinking on the market and on what's happening. Um, so why don't we jump into the market? I mean, obviously the market is, you know, continues to be very, very hot. It's an incredible market we've had in 2017. Um, Curious to hear your thoughts on it. What do you see as sort of the driving forces in the condo market today? What is sort of behind this sustained, long, hot market that we've been in? Well, I, th- I think a lot of people will point to demand and supply. Um, you know, there's no really, there's no one particular reason why, but when you sort of put together, you know, our, our increase in population. So uh, I, I was at um, a sort of a breakfast uh, seminar today with uh with PwC and they were saying that you know on record this year we're projected to you know be we're selling about 33,000 new homes in 2017 which is a record breaking year and um and the fact that we're going to have we're going to go from 300,000 immigrants to uh we're going to allow 330,000 immigrants into Canada so population increase um you know density all of that is, is going to change and and I think you're seeing the city react faster to to allow uh, projects to to be put through, but but I think most of it is, is supply and demand, and and that's really sort of crunched the rental market side as well. So uh, new condos are, are are doing incredibly well. We're, we're doing we're having a, cr- a record year, and uh, so I think everyone's pretty confident. You know, I think with uh, what's happening with the green belt and all that, so it's everyone's pushing everyone inside. Lack of infrastructure is really a big thing. Public transportation, um, employment. I think you're seeing a lot of employment in the core, a lot of office jobs. You're seeing a lot of uh, revitalization happening from a commercial standpoint. So there's a lot to like about the condo market. There's a lot to like about the new home market as well. You've done a lot of work with Pemberton, uh, one of the largest builders, developers in Canada now. You've, you've, you've represented them on the sales side for, for many different projects, including social condos, which we'll get to, time and space, and, and others. What's it like working with Pemberton? What, uh, you know, speaking to condo investors out there, um, you know, what kind of a company is it? Uh, what do we need to know about Pemberton? And just generally, like, what's it like working with such a massive, huge, impactful developer that's making, a, you know, selling massive numbers of, of uh, homes and condos in our market? Uh, I've had a great experience working with them. They've been, uh, you know, they care. They, they really care about their product. They really care about, uh, making sure that they deliver what they say they're going to deliver. One of the important things that they've really prided themselves on and, and really tried to strive for is to be, um, you know, approved site plan approved before before sales. Sometimes it's not a, a, so easy, but it's definitely something they strive to do. Um, but, you know, they, they've built so many communities. It's, it's their experience, really, uh, the fact that they have an in-house construction team. They're very in tune. They're very in tune with the product. They're very in tune with the day-to-day operation. Um, so, you know, the, the, 
working with them has been you know, different. Every builder you work with has, has a different team, has a different standard, different way of, you know, their day-to-day operation and how they like to do things. So, so far, so good. They've been um, incredible to work with. I, I, uh, I, can't, I couldn't be happier. And talk about some of the numbers. I mean, just to give a sense of people's sense of scale, um, like how many projects you've been telling me lately, the numbers are just mind-blowing. Like how many buildings have sold in the past few, you know, in the past year, how many are in the pipeline? Like it's thousands, thousands and thousands of condos. It's amazing. It's incredible. So to date, according to the Altus Group report, uh, Permanton owns the, is number one in market share at, a, at approximately 10.5% of the market, which is around 2,600 units that they have sold this year, and that's before we get to social, so which is around 602 units. So I imagine social, you know, let's say we sell, you know, 75% by the year's end, you're looking at approximately 3,000 units sold. Um, so I'm not sure what the record is for, for a year, but but I'm sure they're, they're coming pretty close, if not uh, hopefully surpassing that. Yeah, I, I think... We're definitely in record territory there. I, mem- I remember the days back, um, you know, when we were working on other projects four or five years ago and developers, if they could sell a thousand units, one developer, big developers, if they could do a thousand units in a year, that was considered, you know, a massively successful year, huge chunk of the market overall. Now you're talking about pushing 3,000 units. And that just goes to show how much the landscape has changed. You know, and and uh, and just where the the new home market has really evolved. I think five or six or seven years ago, when I when I um when I was involved with the market, people didn't really understand what new homes were or how pre-construction worked or, or why there was an incentive to purchase pre-construction. So now it's become more mainstream. Um, you know, now it's become more out of necessity for people to own, for people to get into the market. Uh, so there's there's a lot of um, there's you know as the market continues to evolve, um, the norms change and uh, and so where a thousand units would have been hard before, it seems like the market is happy to absorb that. You know, again we're hitting a record breaking year. Sorry, a record breaking year. So, you know, where is it going to go from here? Uh, this is this is the the peak of our market. We've never seen anything like it. So. Uh, hopefully the sky's the limit, but we'll 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 see where it, where it continues to grow. But I'm very happy. I'm sure Pemberton is, you know, they're very pleased with what they've been able to accomplish. And just to to speak moving forward is that they still have a lot of projects coming up. They are incredibly active uh, in the land acquisition side as well as developing side. So we anticipate to have a very strong 2018. Maybe not as many units, but uh, probably around two thirds of the same count. So. Uh, you, you never know. You never know. Uh, but but they're very confident that uh, 2018 will be just as successful. Yeah, it's great to see like a major developer like that, as you said, just continue to be very bullish on the market. They're continuing to acquire more sites and more sites, more land. They're building, building, building for the future. They're not um, seeing a slowdown in this market at all. They're plowing ahead full force, it sounds like. Yeah, that's right. I mean, what makes Pemberton unique is that they are very eclectic in their sites, you know, anywhere between Maple, they have sites in Maple, Richmond Hill. They've very, had a lot of success at Young Park 1 and Young Park 2, just by Young and Highway 7. They did Aaron Mills, downtown Aaron Mills, so they went through two phases this year. Uh, obviously, downtown time and space was a multi-project, multi-phase project, 1,600 units, which was a big kid. Um, and then Social is another site. So they have a lot of stuff on the go, but not just tied into one particular sub-market. So 
they like to they like to go to different communities and and that's what I really you know that's where I personally learned a lot and um and I think you you you're you're reaching out to different types of you know not always investors but end users as well so you're building different types of product um you're designing different types of floor plans uh and you're catering to different markets Let's recap time and space. As you mentioned, time and space, 1,600 units, um, probably the biggest success of 2017 of any con- single condo development, I think. Um, let's let's uh, Maybe you can recap that for us. I know a lot of my clients and investors purchased in there and are extremely happy with the results there. Maybe just give us a quick recap of how that project went and... Uh, you know, in terms of how did it meet your expectations? Time and space was fun. Um, I mean, we were we were launching. We launched at the beginning of 2017, just to so the market started to get really, really exciting. When you started to see uh, double digits, you know, appreciation month over month on the low rise, and um, and I think we wanted to sort of catch on to that momentum. We came out. At a at an incredibly aggressive price point uh, that really sort of turned everyone's head and attention at, at 1,600 units. It's a lot of yeah, product to move, and the initiative was to start construction in one shot, as opposed to break down construction into four separate sectors, which would delay everything and, and it would probably cost the builder a bit more on the construction side. So the idea was to get through 1,600 units so that we could we could start construction um, ASAP as a whole, uh, which will start. You know, I, th- I believe we're starting next spring for, for, uh, we're going to break ground next spring. So, um, that 1600 units, you know, we had townhouses, we have, uh, about 62 to 65,000 square feet of amenities. Um, and that, that really, I think, you know, I think everyone was kind of shook and, and shocked by just the sheer volume and the demand and also sort of the growth of the lower east side of Toronto. Um, you know, you had some people that weren't as familiar, you know, look at all the work that's happened on church with, uh, with Center Court and Mankiz and Tridel and, and all these developers coming and really blowing up the east side. Um, people are going to Jarvis now, people are going to Sherborne, people are going down to the to waterfront. So I think a lot of people were sort of caught by surprise, the demand. But also at the same time, I think a lot of people were sort of caught surprised of, of how great of a location it was once they got to know it. Uh, we're about a kilometer, 900 meters away to, uh, to Young Street, which is the financial district off the of front. So um, overall, we, it took us a pro, you know, we came out in about, um, January. We are 100% sold by about August. And, uh, we were definitely able to hit, um, some revenue targets on, on the, on the, on the second half that uh, I think a lot of people are a bit sort of caught, caught, caught by surprise. But uh, the market was, was incredibly strong, continues to be strong. So uh, I see no stop and, and hopefully social will be, uh, just as successful. Yeah, so time and space, Sherborne and Front, social condos, church and Dundas, both, like you said, uh, taking part in the resurgence of the downtown east side. Um, let's talk about social condos now. Let's start with location. Is this a good location for investors? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, I think if you ever had a conversation with someone that said that they were less than 100 meters to a major university that had about 45 to 50,000 students, 250 meters to, you know, public transportation, subway access, as well as a major mall. Uh, you're about 200 meters to a hospital, and then you're about 900 meters to the financial district. I think, you know, whether we're talking about Hong Kong or, or Paris or, or London or New York City, 
that would be considered AAA location. That you would consider that, you know, a renter's paradise. That would be where everyone want to be. And I think that that really is what social is. I think um, the beauty about social is that there's still another gear for that location to hit. It's not it's not fully developed. And thanks to in part by the other developers that have come into the area and that are either occupying now or going to occupy next year or occupy the year after, bringing that density is just going to change the demand and you're going to see a bunch of commercial and and, and retail, you know, uh, brands come in and, and, and just change, just give it a whole whole facelift. And um, so we, we are at a great location. We're the southeast corner of Church in Dundas. Uh, if you went by there today, it would be the Alibaba. So we're we're incredibly close to Ryerson. We're we're very close to a lot of um, office towers, employment, retail. Obviously, is a one big thing. So uh, we don't. What I love about social is it's not really catered to any particular market. I think you know you have Ryerson University, which is great, which is sort of that uh, that play on being recession proof in those students. You know, there's there's a lot of students that are going there. It's a growing community, uh, but you know, let's face it, that university relies on the public sector to house some of these students. Um, then you have sort of the St. Mike Hospital, and, and then you have the University Health Network, which is not very far away, and then you have subway access. So you know, it really caters to any and all crowds, uh, any and all demographics. It really is sort of that one size fits all location, and I think it's going to do very well over time. I think. You know, really, no matter where the market goes, you know, even though we don't see it, it going, you know, down or anything, but um, you can you can rest assured that that unit you know, will not only rent out, but it will resell well. What separates? Uh, what would you say separates social condos? And you've been working very hard on it, getting it ready to market, comparing it to other buildings and offerings that are out there or that are coming. What separates it in your mind from everything else that might be out there is coming soon? Well, I think definitely we touched base on the location, and uh, you know I think Pemberton's built an incredible brand. I mean, I got to I got a chance to to do a, a walkthrough of um, one of their you know one of the buildings in Mississauga just hit occupancy, and I honestly can't tell you I honestly can tell you just how you know I was so impressed with the finished product. Like they really did such a fabulous job. Um, I would be so proud if I were them um, to 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 say that that was my building, and I think you're going to see that as you see the Sky Cities complete, you see the you know the downtown mills complete. You're gonna, you know you condos is a good example of a finished product that's downtown that is commanding thirteen fourteen hundred dollars per square foot. Um, so they you know they've they've done some incredible work and craftsmanship. Uh, that is very important location as we discussed. Um, the amenities are going to be really neat. One of the things that we have that most people don't have is our entire fifth floor is is a gym, and I think you get a lot of people that are living in condominiums today and they have to get a gym membership or the gym's just just not just not good enough. It's you know 900 square feet or or whatever it is. So we have about 7,500 square feet or around 7,000 square feet dedicated to gym space plus an outdoor terrace. We have a rooftop amenity floor. So the top floor at Social is a menu floor. You can actually see something very similar to at Ucondos, which is something they did. And it's been a, a really big hit. And on that rooftop, there's an outdoor deck facing south, which is going to get into the next thing is uh, views. You know, we have some spectacular views facing south, facing west, facing east, facing north. Um, really, so a lot of the a lot of the buildings that you're, you're sort of that are coming out in our area, they're they're a bit smaller and they, they may not get you know, 52 stories worth. So we're, 
you know, that you're going to be able to see some, uh, some incredible stuff. Um, but to say that there is one thing that makes us stand out, I think it's a, it's a collection of items that make us stand out. I think, uh, I think whoever purchases here is going to be very happy with the, with the end product, but most importantly, they're going to be happy with the location and, and the quality of the tenants they're going to get. They're going to be able to choose their tenants. They're going to be able to, um, to, to command a high rent because locations like this, corner lots downtown satellite they don't come by very often and when they do you can expect to uh, to have a lot of demand and so there's only going to be you know there's 602 units there's there's definitely going to be more than 602 investors or purchasers or end users that are going to be interested in such a triple a lot absolutely yeah absolutely it's a great point to bring up too just being directly on the corner you're right on the corner of church and dundas it's not near church and dundas it's not beside church and dundas you're literally right on the corner and there's you know any any building like that um on any major intersection like that in toronto is always going to command an extra premium just for the just for the profile the visibility um and just the connectivity of of being you know, directly on that streetcar line, steps away from the subway, uh, you know, shops, restaurants, everything is literally, you know, at your door. You're not, you don't have to go anywhere. It's all just right there. Um, you're not tucked away on any side street or anything. It's boom, you're right in the center of it all. And it provides some amazing views too. As you mentioned, the views from Church and Dundas in pretty much every direction are excellent views too. Absolutely. I mean, and one thing that I was saying is that I think that the site, the location, the area, it, there's still another year, and there's it, it can get better. You know, you know the the, the institutions, the infrastructure in place, you know those those aren't going to go anywhere. Ryerson's not going anywhere. St. Mike Hospital isn't going anywhere. Young Street's not going anywhere. Eaton Center and the offices, uh, the the financial district, the, the the subway, none of that is going anywhere. And as we start to build more density and and, and more demand east of Young, you know, east of Church, you, you know, you're going to see a, a total facelift. So it, it's the shocking thing is that you know if you consider this a AAA location now, it's only going to get better. Yeah, it's like an up and coming AAA location. <laughs> it's uh... exactly right. So. Um, I, I would be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too surprised if you saw in the next two to five years, just a total, total facelift. And, um, and I'm really excited to see what, what it, what it will become, because I think any site that you are a part of and you put, you know, so much effort and so much of your energy and so much of your, your heart into it, um, you know, it's nice to see the finished product and see, you know, everything we're looking at today, when we tour the area, when we look at the you know, the establishments and then to see them go away over time, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's sort of your baby and you get to see that thing, uh, that area sort of gentrify and, 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 and take a new life of its own and a new look. So I, I can only imagine what it will look like. And, and one of the things that, that social has, uh, as another point is that we do have retail on the ground floor. We have about five, it was about 5,000 square feet of retail. Um, that they won't sell. And Are you going to bring back the Alibaba? That's the key question. I've had many a good shawarma at that Alibaba. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? I, I don't. I don't imagine so. I don't imagine <laughs> something. Uh, um, I, you know, maybe they won't want to come back. You know, maybe they're going to find. <laughs> for all we know, but uh, but I know that they they definitely pride themselves on making sure they have AAA anchor tenants that fit the building, that fit the area, um, that fit the mold, and uh, that will inherently bring top value to the building. 
And I think that's really important. I think it's really important for, for the building. And, and really, if anyone gets a chance, you know, as an investor, I think the floor plans, we worked really hard on the floor plans. And uh, I think they really came out really, really, really well. Uh, they're very efficient. They're very, uh, you know, we put a lot of thought into them. So, so hopefully whoever looks at them, uh, you can appreciate there's a, a huge team behind it and they did a really great job and they spent a lot of time tweaking and moving things around to, to make sure that this was the best product uh you know for for the for the market and and for uh and for the future as well yeah the floor plans are excellent and again part of that too like you said is just being on that corner lot having that really nice rectangular shape uh it really lends itself to some excellent floor plans and and they've turned out beautifully um not yeah definitely l-shaped buildings though andrew not to knock any l-shaped buildings <laughs> no else other shaped buildings are great too i mean even circular buildings can be fine but uh you know all things being equal when you get that nice rectangle um it just makes it so much easier on the architects as they're laying out these plans that make sense for like you said both en- end users and investors as well yeah it makes um, it easier to play around as well in case in case you want to you want to move things around or, or if you want to adjust anything yeah Jason, uh, it's been great chatting with you. Is there anything I didn't ask you about social condos that I might have missed or that you wished I would have asked you? Uh, you, you this, this went by quick. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of things we may have missed, and there's, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of things that we, we discussed that I think we weren't going dis- you know, to think about discussing. But uh, I, I, think, I think it's a no-brainer. I think you have a, a, a fabulous developer in a great location, safe, a safe location, really, because of all the area amenities and, and institutions and infrastructure that's already in place. Um, so, you know, really there's not a whole lot to say that hasn't already been said. And, you know, if you, if you understand the market, if you understand downtown, downtown Toronto, if, if you know the location well as, as well as, you know, I hope you do, then I think you'll understand uh, just really how much value there is here and, and, and how much more value there is to come for, for the investment here. Absolutely. Great. Jason, thank you so much for your time today. Look forward to chatting with you again on future projects. And uh, yeah, have a great week and have a uh, great success with this launch. I know you will. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.